Welcome to episode 36 of the Unstoppable Podcast. My name is Dan J. Gregory, and I am committed to hunting down the secrets of business mastery and human performance. My goal for the Unstoppable Podcast is to share insights from some of the most successful entrepreneurs, inspiring thought leaders, world-class athletes, and prominent celebrities to help you to become unstoppable in business and life. Each week, I'll be bringing you a new interview with an inspiring person and sharing my own results as I pursue the answer to the question, how can I create the ultimate edge in my business, make a significant impact, and live an extraordinary life? Welcome to episode 36 of the Unstoppable Podcast. On last Monday's episode, I shared the five steps to creating your own online products. And then on Thursday, we heard from the amazing Marcy Locke. In today's episode, I'm going to cover my top three takeaways from my unbelievable interview with Marcy. And our main feature today is a tribute to the late Muhammad Ali, who sadly passed away at the weekend, where I'll be sharing 10 principles of greatness to honor a man who taught us all so much about what it takes to make things happen in this world against the odds. Let's kick off, as always, with the quote of the week. Impossible is just a big word thrown around by small men who find it easier to live in the world they've been given than to explore the power they have to change it. Muhammad Ali. Now, before we dive into our main feature for today's session, I'm going to be sharing my three key takeaways from my interview with Marcy Locke in the debrief. Now, my interview with Marcy was one of the most insightful, impactful conversations that I've ever had, let alone uh, being one of the most powerful guest interviews that I've had on the show. So there were so many different things that I could choose from. And if you haven't heard the episode yet, I strongly recommend checking it out. Episode 35 of Marcy Locke, How to Create an Epic Life. So to narrow the learnings down to three is very, very difficult. The first one is to drop the fight. We are taught that everything is hard. It's in people's language patterns. In this modern culture we live in, words like hustle, grind, hard work uh, have become commonplace. And, you know, I, I use a lot of those words myself and they have, a, they have a place in my life. But Marcy explained that creation is effortless. And when we fight, we use this language of fighting. We're not allowing that effortless creation to take place. The biggest thing I've taken away from this concept is I'm looking at my language and how I'm describing the activities that I'm doing and the actions that I take and my general discourse during the day. Am I, sh- am I showing up as someone who lives and breathes effortless creation or am I using force rather than flow? We can operate out of faith energy, which is all about creation and effortless flow and love and joy and excitement and wonderment. Or we can operate out of fear, which is scarcity, lack. A lot of the language when it comes to force and the fight is all around scarcity language rather than faith energy, which is inner knowing that what you are trying to create is going to come to you. That inner belief in yourself and what you're here to do. And we'll be touching a lot on that as we go into Muhammad Ali's section coming up. So the first thing I took away is to drop the fight. You know, everything, it feels like often in my life, a lot of things are pushing stuff up the mountain rather than effortlessly going into flow and making things happen from a a peaceful state. It feels very, often very forced. Whereas, you know, I know a lot of people around me have that ability, that innate ability to find their light and to step into that positive flowing energy. And there's been times when I've tapped into that and, you know, things have just happened. Day will pass. I think, wow, how did all this happen today? And other times I'm force, 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 force. And, uh, you know, my girlfriend always talks about the analogy of me swimming. 
you know, to get from A to B, from one side of the pool to the other. I'm often like slamming my arms through the water, splash, 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 head down, don't even breathe. I'll have my head under the water the whole way and I'll get there and I'll get there pretty fast, but I make so much noise, so much splash. But when I come up to the other side, I'm out of breath. I can't, you know, I have to stop. And that's how I kind of take on certain things in my life. I'm just splashing through the water wherever than that effortless flow where you calmly swim through the water, take the least path of least resistance. So I'm going to drop the fight. Step one, drop the fight. The second thing is around beliefs and the belief that you can have it all. Recently, I've been putting in a lot of time into my pre-launch, which has been an incredible journey so far. I'm trying to culminate three, four, five years plus worth of knowledge and insights into a condensed period of weeks to create this pre-launch and and the program that I'm about to bring to the world. It is that whole birthing period. But as a result of that, you know, I've missed workouts. I've missed spending time with Lizzie. I've missed travel opportunities because I've been so intensely focused on on my business and and what I'm creating right now, which leaves me in a state of dilemma because I know that I want to achieve and bring a lot of this stuff into the world because it's it's my mission to be able to help people with their businesses and to grow their business and to achieve their greatness and unleash their power that they have within them. Yet, I also understand that life is on this timeline and that life can pass us by in the blink of an eye. And to work flat out and give everything to my business means that perhaps I'm not seeing the glory of every other area of my life. And a lot of it came down to this innate belief that it's not possible to have it all. You know, We're taught from a young age, you can have A or B this or that. And it's, it's ingrained in us. It's, it's something we grow up with. And I guess I kind of felt that that's how it's, how it's kind of manifested in my life right now is I had this belief that I, I, if I have the business, I have to go all in on the business. And that meant making sacrifices in other areas. And whilst sacrifice is an important part of success, I do believe it's more in the sense that you have to leave behind the minutia to focus on the major things that really matter. Now, the majors, though, don't stop at the business. They extend to every area of our life. And to put all your focus in one area means that, you know, something's going to get left behind. And what I loved about the conversation with Marcy is that belief that it is possible to have it all, that it is possible to create an epic life and have have the business, have the relationship, have the body, really create greatness in every area. And yes, of course, it takes work. And of course, you have to put focus on what you want to achieve and you have to set goals. But it is possible. So one of the key things I took away is really, I spent quite a bit of time thinking about this, how I can change my belief system so that I can really focus on the belief that I can have it all. You know, I can have the business, I can have the body, I can have the relationship, I can have the lifestyle, the experience, all the things that I want to create in my lifetime. I can do it all alongside all of those life experiences that are so, so important. And the final takeaway is that you get what you're committed to. Every single result in your life right now is because you're committed to that result. So if you're unhappy with your finances, if you're unhappy with your body, if you're unhappy with relationships, any of these things is because you're committed to the certain result. Because if you knew that you were fully worthy and fully capable at your core, would you tolerate your current results? So if you're not experiencing the things that you want in your life, it's because one, you either don't feel fully worthy or two, you don't feel fully capable. But what's the truth? What's the truth that you want to live by? And it really hit me hard. And you know, there are things in my area in my life. There are areas in my life I'm, I'm I'm not as happy, and you know, it's all linked really to the to the previous point about having it all. There are things I've neglected and uh, not shine as much light on that I should do, and as a result, the experience isn't as rich and as full as it could be in these different areas. So 
I have been committing to those results. So that realization that these are results that I'm producing are the ones I'm committed to really hit me around the face. So what I'll be doing over the coming days and weeks is taking some time out to, and it's well aligned in terms of my normal schedule every 90 days, taking time out to reevaluate my priorities, but really to go deep on where I am right now and where I want to be. And what am I settling for? What am I tolerating? What beliefs do I need to install to enable me to get to the next level? Because there are certain things I'm clearly tolerating and there are certain results I have committed to that are less than favorable and uh, are something I really want to shift. And it's a message that I'll be using and utilizing throughout this podcast going forward. You know, I talk about being unstoppable in business and life and that's what I want to explore and share at a deeper level with you guys, the listeners, as we move forward over the coming weeks and months and use that as a thread as some of the conversation that we're having. So those are my three top takeaways from the session. Like I said, there is so much to be learned from that episode. I would go back and listen to it. I've listened to it about three times now just to really absorb the material. There's some some really, really powerful lessons in there. So do go and check it out. So now we move into the Unstoppable Insights section. And today I am honoring Muhammad Ali, who sadly passed away at the weekend. And I've got 10 principles of greatness that I've uncovered from studying Muhammad Ali and what made him so great. Muhammad Ali was known for saying, I am the greatest, even before he was the champion. Muhammad Ali was a man who spoke what he wanted to become before he became. And Muhammad Ali was not the tallest boxer, nor was he as bulky as some of the other boxers of his time. His punches were not the strongest, but he was still the best fighter of his time. His agility was impressive, but what's most impressive was his confidence in himself. And since the earliest days of boxing... Experts have relied on what they call the tales of the tape to predict how successful a given athlete's boxing career may or may not be. And this tales of the tape was a series of physical measurements that included the fighter's fist, their reach, their chest expansion and their weight. And this process, they believed, would help them figure out who would dominate the world of boxing. And guess what? Muhammad Ali failed all of his measurements across the board. They put him in the failure bucket. Muhammad Ali was not a natural, not by a long shot, at least according to the tales of the tape yardstick. But instead of looking in the mirror and saying, I'm not good enough to be a champion. Instead, he said, I'm going to use a different path to achieve greatness. And he did. So victories come from the head and not from the fist. True greatness comes from within. And Ali knew his purpose was to become the greatest boxer of all time and though he has sadly passed his legacy transcends the world of sport and today I choose to honor him by sharing 10 observations about what I believe enabled him to achieve his vision of becoming the greatest boxer of all time so number one unwavering self-belief to be a great champion you must believe you are the best if you're not pretend you are Muhammad Ali Now, that quote really symbolizes what I believe is the key driver of Ali's athletic success in that it was his unceasing belief in himself. Ali's belief in his own abilities is shown by his expression, his own expression of how great he is. One of his quotes, I am the greatest, and he said that even before he knew he was, proves that he had an undying belief, not just in his own abilities, but in his own self-worth. He knew his self-worth was a mirror image of how successful he wanted to become. And it's known, he was known for his use of affirmations. And he said that it's the repetition of affirmations that leads to belief. And once that belief becomes a deep conviction, things begin to happen. 
And Ali believed in the power of spoken words and that what you speak becomes the seed of thought and your thoughts create a vision and a dream. So speak what you want to see, not what you currently see. His belief manifested from his repetitions of what he used to say to himself every single day. I am the greatest. I am the greatest. He believed without a doubt that he was the best fighter of all time. And he even pushed this belief upon his opponents. He kept repeating to himself that he was the greatest. He was the greatest boxer of all time. And he repeated this to anybody who would listen that he was the greatest of all time. This is a man who knew what he wants. And he said, I figured that if I said it enough, I would convince the world that I really was the greatest. And as Ali's career progressed, he had such great belief in himself that it was accepted by his opponents that he was the greatest. Many of them had lost the fight before the bell for the first round had even begun. Many had lost the fight before they even stepped foot in the ring. Muhammad Ali's indomitable spirit would not let him be defeated. And this mentality allowed him to take the punches and keep moving forward. In his earlier fights, his opponents were heavily favored, but Muhammad Ali still managed to pull off the impossible. The lesson is simple. Believe in yourself. Have faith and believe in yourself and believe in your dream. Be a firm believer of what you want to achieve. When you are confident in your abilities, it will shine through in everything that you do. There will always be naysayers rooting for you to fail. But knowing that you can accomplish what you set out to achieve is half the battle. So when you have the self-belief in who you are and what you want, then you can write your own destiny. Number two, have a bold dream. Champions aren't made in the gyms. Champions are made from something they have deep inside of them. A desire, a dream, a vision. That quote from Muhammad Ali shows that not only did he believe in himself, he constantly spoke into his future. He was a man who always knew who he wanted to be. His magnificent obsession was to become an incredible boxing champion, the greatest of all time, and he was convinced in his own abilities. He said, I would have been the world's greatest at whatever I did. If I were a garbage man, I'd be the world's greatest garbage man. I'd pick up more garbage and faster than anyone else has ever seen. To tell you the truth, I would have been the greatest at whatever I'd done. His ability to see things in the long term, looking at the bigger picture rather than the short-term accomplishments, would help Ali become the most famous athlete of all time. The only man to become the three-time heavyweight champion of the world. And his legacy as the greatest lives on today. He had many goals in his life. His goals are always a part of who he was and one of the major benefactors of his success. When someone has complete clarity on who they are and what they want most in life, they become empowered by the self-image and identity that that creates. Number three, find your higher purpose. Ali said, service to others is the rent that you pay for your room here on earth. Ali's purpose was to help people. In 1988, he told the New York Times, I never talk about boxing. It just served its purpose. I was only about 11 or 12 years old when I said, I'm going to get famous so I can help my people. Ali wanted to use his fame to help uplift and inspire people around the world. And he once said, we have one life. It will soon be past. And what we do for God is all that will last. And whether you believe in God or not or a higher purpose or a higher self, it's what we do on our time on this planet to serve our highest purpose that counts. What is a cause that you are willing to fight for? Number four, visualize to materialize. Ali said, the man who has no imagination has no wings. Before you actually win or accomplish anything in life, you need to see it in your mind. 
You need to be a winner in your thoughts before you can become a winner in reality. When Ali fought with an opponent, he would tell the opponent that he would be beaten and he would speak out loud the round that he would knock out an opponent. In 1962, Ali fought the sharp-punching veteran Archie Moore. And before the fight, Ali almost poetically predicted that Archie Moore must fall in four. And this irritated Moore so much, he responded by saying that he developed a new punch, especially for the fight, called the lip buttoner. But Ali was correct, and he defeated Moore in the fourth round, true to his word. And when he first fought Sonny Liston in 1964, Liston was overwhelmingly favoured to win the fight. And Ali, who was then known as Cassius Clay, believed in himself so much he purchased a bus. <laughs> he purchased a bus and on the side of it he emblazoned it with, Liston must go in eight. And Ali knocked Liston out in the eighth round, exactly as predicted. His ability to see exactly what he wanted to create in the future was unbelievable. He called this his future history. It's a powerful visualization technique which he used to program his mind for success in the ring. And when you emotionally engage and commit to your future achievements, you dramatically increase the likelihood of them happening. So talk about your dreams as though they've already happened. Number five, embody the will to win. Ali said, it's hard to beat a guy when he's got his mind made up that he's going to win. He was always dedicated to becoming the greatest, but he couldn't have got far in the ring all life if he did not have the will to win. Ali had the will to win in every aspect of his life, and he became an inspiration for millions through his willingness to win every single round. He became iconic throughout the world for pushing his body as far as he could to win every fight he would ever face. Even when he lost, he embraced defeat. He said, Only a man who knows what it's like to be defeated can reach down to the bottom of his soul and come up with the extra ounce of power that it takes to win. The most successful athletes all have one thing in common. That's mental toughness. It's what pushes you to work harder when you're ready to give up. And it's what tells you that you can do anything, even when you're on the verge of losing. And one of the most powerful examples of Ali's mental grit and will to win was when he stepped up to face the undefeated George Foreman in that legendary fight. And despite previous losses... Ali believed that he was destined to be the greatest boxer of all time. He trained harder and faster, and more importantly, he developed the mentality that would allow him to face any challenge. He developed the ultimate will to win. And during that fight, he took all of the punches that Foreman threw at him. The match dragged on into the eighth round where a tired Foreman fell to the ground and he was not able to get back up. So against all the odds... Muhammad Ali created one of the biggest upsets in the history of boxing and he was crowned world heavyweight champion for the third and final time. Champions never stop until their goal is achieved. They cannot stop. They're on a mission and they will persevere in the face of impossible odds. Ali said, Impossible is just a big word thrown around by small men who find it easier to live in the world they've been given than to explore the power that they have to change it. Impossible is not a fact. It's an opinion. Impossible is not a declaration. It's a dare. Impossible is potential. Impossible is temporary. Impossible is nothing. What a powerful belief to embody. That's the quote of today. Muhammad Ali believed in the impossible and he was willing to push beyond and push the boundaries and defy his own limitations. 
So show a willingness to win in your own life. Have the undefeatable belief in yourself and your vision. Show a commitment to win despite any opponent and be willing to take on any obstacle that stands in the way in your life. Number six, have the courage to take risks. Ali said, he who is not courageous enough to take risks will accomplish nothing in life. Now, it's natural to fear failure. After all, failure means that you are not able to accomplish what you set out to do. If we continue to accept our fear of failure, we will not be able to achieve anything great in our lifetime. So instead of living a life of regret and doubt, why not take risks? Take the chance that you might achieve something amazing. If you are persistent enough, these risks can lead to the great rewards in the future that you are fighting for. Number seven, be willing to pay the price of success. Ali said the fight is won or lost far away from witnesses, behind the lines, in the gym and out there on the road long before I dance under those lights. I hated every minute of training, but I said, don't quit. Suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. Everyone has the price to pay of success or failure. There is no substitute to hard work. Even the greatest Muhammad Ali went through the pain and grind of everyday training. So if you want to achieve greatness tomorrow, you're going to have to make sacrifices today. The decision to sacrifice present pleasures today is what separates those who achieve the long-term goals and those who settle. Number eight, define your non-negotiables. Ali said, my principles are more important than the money or my title. Muhammad Ali always had strong, non-negotiable personal values and he was willing to take a stand on principle. At the pinnacle of his career, during the height of the Vietnam War in 1967, Ali stated that he would refuse to serve in the United States Army. His stand on principle did not come without cost. He ended up being tried and convicted for failing to report for duty. He was stripped of his boxing license, his world championship, and handed a $10,000 fine. He lost four years from the prime of his boxing career, yet his stand for freedom outraged a nation, but yet it inspired a generation. A great person is shaped by their values and the strength of integrity in which their life is led by them. Our values help shape our behaviors throughout the path to greatness. And the first step is to identify what your values are. And secondly, if there's only one point you take from Muhammad Ali, is that to achieve greatness, your values must be non-negotiable. Staying true to who you are requires courage and great self-awareness. Never compromise on your principles. Number nine, be authentically you. Ali said, I know where I'm going and I know the truth. And I don't have to be what you want me to be. I am free to be what I want. Alongside his core principles, Muhammad Ali found freedom in being true to himself. You see, growing up, we were raised with a set of beliefs and values that we must follow. We tend to only associate with people who are raised the same way. And if we don't open ourselves to new ideas and experiences, we may never grow, whether that's spiritually, mentally, or emotionally. We'll continue to live our life in a world of prejudices and biases and not knowing any better. And our need for acceptance can make us invisible. So break all the chains that seek to entangle you, whether it be family expectations, organizational demands, or societal conformities. You are unique, and in order to embrace your uniqueness, you must resist conformity. And if you're truly to realize your destiny, true freedom is to be free, to be authentically you. Number 10, the final point, eliminate the small daily obstacles. Ali said, it isn't the mountains ahead to climb that wear you out. 
It's the pebble in your shoe. It's often the small daily obstacles that can lead us away from the path to greatness. Pebbles can take the form of bad habits, distraction, procrastination, detractors. Muhammad Ali was a true master of focus, and he would weed out anything that stood in the way of his greatness. Look out for these pebbles in your life and deal with them. Never let distractions pull you away from your dreams. When you deal with the pebbles in your life decisively, you create a smoother path to the top. So I hope you've enjoyed these 10 principles of greatness that I've learned from observing and learning from Muhammad Ali, who sadly passed this weekend. But he's left a legacy behind that transcends his time here on earth, and he will truly be remembered as the greatness. So this week's challenge is for you to find your greatness. And going back to the question I left you from Marcy Locke, if you know you are fully worthy and fully capable at your core, would you tolerate your current results? What beliefs about yourself do you need to embody to unleash your greatness? How do you want to experience your greatness in your lifetime? What is it you're going to create? That's your thought process, your exercise, your challenge for the week to figure out the answers to those questions. But before we finish, last week I told you about my incredible upcoming webinar where you'll discover how to launch your own online business. So if your greatness lies in your business and building something online and you're interested in creating an epic online uh, empire, then register at www.danjgregory.com forward slash webinar. You're going to have a great time on that session. We've got 90 minutes of content. It's an incredible session. I've blew my mind putting it together i almost passed out by the time i finished recording i put so much into it so uh, do sign up www.danjgregory.com forward slash webinar coming soon thank you for listening have an outstanding week tune in again on thursday for the next episode where i have a very very special guest coming up but for now it's time to unleash your greatness build your empire make your impact and live your ultimate life you are unstoppable see you on thursday